0: And so I realized that she kind of like liked dating me, or she liked being around me because I was black. And she like touched my hair a lot. She spoke about how like soft my hair was. She spoke about like how soft, like how like a lot of like really, really like weird things that like were very much like racially charged. And I found it like really like she was trying to fetishize me. Does this person know that they're doing this, or does this person not know that they're doing this? Hey everyone, this week on The Intersection we're going to be talking about dating and fetishization and trying to find your ideal partner. You can still join me on my Twitter to be able to join The Intersection and contribute and I'm going to add some links down below. If you want to support the podcast, the Patreon is down below. It's patreon.com forward slash kulila and everything will be in the description. Oh will, let's just jump into it. Dating is, like, one of the funnest things because dating doesn't just encompass, like, going on a date, sitting down, having dinner, things like hooking up with people, having sex, and, like, all of the, like, really, really fun things that goes on that adults love to do. I've been, like, single, I guess, well, single or dating in, like, two different times in my life, Well, actually more like three. The long period, like, during varsity where I was, like, permanently single, every time I'd go out and kind of just be, like, hey, I'm going out, like, let's see what's going on, and then, like, probably get into a bunch of hookups. And then there was the second part where like I was actively dating this person and I thought that this person would like be like really influential in my life and like I'd spend like a huge portion of my life with them. Actually I thought it'd spend forever with that person. But then I'm not working out. Then there's the post breakup dating phase where you kinda just trying to see as to like how you can work yourself back into work yourself back into that routine of either hooking up or trying to find another person and you the confusion that comes with like what do you do now, what framework are you in, like, what mindset are you in, and I think, like, that's, like, really important to be able to, like, find out what mindset you are in before you go into dating. So, I guess, like, the first thing is that we have to talk about is, like, how people find dates these days. I personally, when it comes to finding dates, is I don't use apps. Apps are kind of, like, it's really hard to find apps, and, like, if you look at, like, a shit ton of statistics, you'll find, like, specific groups are matchless, but that's not really my problem when it comes to apps, Is like I'm more of a sociable person. I communicate far better than I probably look on any kind of picture. So I don't think I'm ugly, but I do think that I have a far better personality, and that can convince a person to want to give me a second chance. And so I prefer, like, meeting people in person. I prefer talking to people. I prefer meeting friends of friends and potentially even getting set up on dates. i like, been to speed dating. I've been to blind dating. Those are, like, really cool because you get to, like, interact with a lot of people and you get to, like, see as like what connections you get to meet. You get to make very quickly, very fast, and very effectively. So, like, that's really dope. What I think is, like, necessary for a person to date is kind of just, like, a sense of self. And what that means is that you need to be able to know yourself and you need to be able to be happy with yourself. Well, actually, maybe not even be happy with yourself, but you need to be able to know, like, what mindset you're in and how you're going to operate with another person or how you want to operate with another person. What that means is that, like, what are you looking for in a date? Or what are you looking for in a person who you're going to be dating, dating with or a person who you might potentially be wanting to spend, like, the whole of your life with? So what that means is that... So what I kind of think of when I see that is I think of kind of just, like, if I'm looking for a hookup, what kind of people am I looking for a hookup, right? So for me, when I was in varsity, even now, is that if I'm looking for a hookup, straight up, out the gate, I tell someone... I want a hookup, right? Like, that's all I want. We're going to go home, we're going to bang, and that's about it. And I think that's, like, a lot better than, like, what a lot of people do is that they kind of just get there, and they kind of, like, waffle around and have, like, really, really small conversations and pretend to take an interest in someone. But at the end of the day, all you want to do is just take them home. And I think that's, like, very disingenuous to the situation, because if someone is willing to invest time, effort into you, you should be able to tell them what you want to get out of that experience, or what you want to get out of that interaction. I think the moment you don't tell people what you want to get out of that interaction, you're being very disingenuous to them, and you're being very disingenuous to yourself. That's also just wasting a lot of people's time. Like, if you think about it, someone could come up to you and be like, hey, yo, want to hook up? And then you could just say yes or no instead of of spending, like, a couple hundred of rands or dollars on that person by taking them to a fancy dinner or taking them on, like, an elaborate date. Or, you know, rather just take them to a bar and be like, hey, you want to come to my place afterwards, like, when this is all done? say yes you know what you're getting into if they say no you know what you're getting into they also know what they're getting into so that's also just like a whole bunch of other problems just like busted out the window so that's like really dope but I guess like what what's like really important in dating or even like is like knowing what you're out there for so if you're looking for a hookup that's what you go in with the mindset of if you're looking for you know potentially going on a second date finding someone or like even continually dating a person, you should be able to tell them. So for me, I'm polyamorous. And what that means is that I kind of like have this idea that, well, not idea, but I like dating multiple people. I think like that's the best way for me to find happiness and for me to feel comfortable in any relationship that I am in is to have an open platform in which I'm able to discuss those things. So what that means is that the moment that I start finding that someone might be willing to like have an attraction in me, is that I tell them that I'm polyamorous. What this does is stops that person from thinking that, like, I'm going to cheat, or it allows us to, like, set down, like, the groundworks of cheating. I guess, like, when you think about, like, polyamory, which is, like, things I hear from my friends and family a lot of the time, like, if you're polyamorous, doesn't that mean you're just cheating all the time? No, if I sit down and talk to, like, my partner about what it means to, like, cheat, that then becomes the grounds for cheating. So if they're like, hey, you can go out, and if you hook up with someone, just tell me about it afterwards that's cheating if I don't tell them about it, right? If they say, no, you can't hook up with anyone else without my permission, if I don't get the permission, I'm cheating. They say, you can't hook up with anyone else, and that means that if I do that, I'm cheating. At that point, then, I have to sit down and have a discussion with myself as to, like, what do I think cheating is or what do I think, like, I want to get out of this relationship and is it worth giving up some kind of things? I guess, like, that's what happens in any kind of relationship, right? Is that you have to make some kind of compromise with yourself. And I think, like, that's really, really cool and, like, really important when it comes to dating. What's really dope is that you get into situations, like, you get into situations where people kind of, like, show you red flags. And so for me, I get a whole bunch of red flags. I'm like, I'm not going to date this person because of X, Y, and Z. The red flags that I get is, like, if a person kind of just, like, really doesn't... It's, like, dumb. I don't like dumb people. Dumb people kind of are interesting. But, like, it's very, like, hard to even say that anyone's dumb. Because I think anyone has the potential to be very interesting in conversation and contribute a lot in terms of perspective. But what I think is, like, someone being dumb is, like, things like being actively ignorant and things like choosing to, like, not be informed. And that's things where I don't like people who, like, try to act like they know about stuff and then they don't know about things. Or people who try to... Or people who pretend to know where you're coming from and then that can be very emotionally manipulative. That can be very emotionally abusive. So this becomes, like, really hectic when, like, I'm black and I've been in a lot of, like, interracial relationships where other people haven't really, like, understood as to, like, where I'm coming from when I'm saying, like, this person did that. And then they kind of just tell me that, like, no, I know what you mean. Like, this other thing happened to me. And it's very much the same. I find it very, like, unfair that a person, that another person will tell me that the experience that they went through, which isn't the exact same thing, specifically if it's not racially motivated, that is very hard like, that is very intense. And, like, that's really, really not dope. And, like, that's really, like, not okay at all. And I find that, like, really intense. Yeah. But, like, w- the real, real big problem about that is that it just means that that person will never take me seriously. And it means that every time I have, like, a huge problem with them, or I have a huge problem with anyone, but they're never going to take that thing seriously at all. Because they're always going to either think that it's not as big as it is, or they're going to un- completely undermine me and tell me that I'm overreacting. And both of those situations when I feel that I'm in the right are just not going to be okay. But at the same time, I also want people to call me out on my bullshit when, like, I'm completely not in the right. When I'm completely just, like, overreacting. And I'm willing to sit down and, like, chat about those things. But I don't want a situation where I'm like, hey, that person was wrong. These are the reasons why. And I know that that's, like, specifically why they're wrong. And the person to then just pretend, like, I'm being crazy or I'm just overreacting. Like, that's very fucked up and that's really intense. And it's just, like, not going to be conducive towards, like, my mental health. Because to be in a relationship or to, like, date a person or to go on a date and have to sit down with someone for an entire hour to just know that this person doesn't have my back, to know that this person doesn't even want to listen to me, it's just weird. Like, why would anyone do that? That's the point where I think people should be able to leave dates. It's just a weird, like, culture where some people feel entitled to have to, like, stay in dates. Mainly because, like, there's these things about, like, do you pay, do you not pay? And if you're paying, do you, does the other person have to stay because you're paying? And if you're not paying, does that mean you have to stay because the other person's paying? And I find that, like, all really, really weird. Also, if you're gonna go on a first date, probably split the bill, it makes everyone feel happier, it makes everyone feel a lot safer. And also, it just makes it just so much easier that you don't have to feel entitled. You don't have to, like, appease someone else's entitlements to you. 'Cause that's like my biggest problem when it comes to like dating. So a huge thing is that like a lot of girls expect guys to pay. And I was talking to my sister about this the other day about how some girls feel as though they have to stay on dates because a guy is paying for them. So this guy has gone and spent all this money on them and so because they're spending all this money on them, they have to stay at that like they have to they feel like they have to stay at like there and kind of like be this fancy like little person and like have to deal with all the small talk, all this horrible trash. It could come out of a person's mouth. But I don't think that's fair to anyone. Like, if you want to leave, just leave. Be like, you're being a total asshole. You're being a total dumbass. And then just leave that date. And that's, like, really, really cool. A huge thing that, like, has been happening to me as I've been dating recently. So, I'm black, and I was, like, starting to date this German girl. And what I realized is that, so she rarely, mainly because she's from Europe and, like, really white parts of Europe, where she doesn't actually, like, know a lot of black people and she's never really like hung out with a lot of black people and so I realized that she kind of like liked dating me or she liked being around me because I was black and she like touched my hair a lot she spoke about how like soft my hair was she spoke about like how soft like how like a lot of like really really like weird things that like were very much like racially charged and I found it like really like she was trying to fetishize me And it was, like, large, like, racial fetishization, and it made me feel very uncomfortable, and it made me, like, really, like, question as to, like, does this person know that they're doing this, or does this person not know that they're doing this? And I guess, like, that's a huge problem that happens when you're coming from, like, large, like, largely different backgrounds. Where you're coming from a place where you might not encounter some kind of person, really like that person, but realize like large differences, and you keep leaning on those things without you knowing, and then doing like really horrible things to the other person, and the other person feeling very uncomfortable about you doing those things. Like I personally don't mind if someone touches my hair, but if someone like excessively touches my hair and constantly talks about how soft my hair is and how like coarse my hair is and how like oh my god this is I've never felt anything like that before. It makes like really large references to like the size of my penis or all of those things. The really weird thing about being fetishized is that you don't want to be treated as like someone's experiment. You don't want someone to just like experiment with you, and then for them to not take you seriously after that. So that like someone is kind of just like trying you out and they don't really care about you as a person. They more care about like what aspects about you or your body are like really important. So like this is like really interesting because like one, I'm hetero, I'm heteroflexible, so I. Predominantly date, like, girls and women, but, like, when it comes to dating guys, a lot of the time, specifically like, straight guys, it's, like, you don't know if they're, like, dating you because of just, like, what they, like, maybe they're trying you out, so they're, like, oh my god, this person isn't completely gay, or, like, this person isn't completely bi, so they're kind of saying, can I turn this person, can I do this, can I do that, and they kind of, like, try to take advantage of you because you're so new to the scene, and, like, this happened when, like, I was starting out, and I was, like, questioning myself in terms, of, like, sexuality-wise, right? And so that becomes, like, very complicated when it comes to, like, feeling like someone's just experimenting with you or taking advantage of you because you're in a vulnerable position. So that kind of feels, so it's kind of like that, but it's very different when it comes to, like, racial aspects. Is to, like, you just feel like this person, like, heard, oh, God, black people have big dicks, let me try it out, let me take a big dick out for a spin, and then, like, that's, like, what's going to go down. Or you kind of just feel like they're like, oh my god, I just want to be with a black man because, like, I've never been with a black man before. And, like, that's really, like, kind of awkward and that's, like, really tense. Because you then just feel like you're just being used so that someone can, like, cross off something on their bucket list. And no one ever wants to feel like that. And no one ever wants to feel like that, like, from, like, dating or anything like that. um, And, like, that's a really sucky thing. And so, like, that's, like, the really intense thing when it comes to, like, dating is, like, you don't want to feel as though someone's experimenting through you and someone only sees you as like what you can help them. So like they can just like cross off a bunch of things from their list. You just want someone to like see you as a person and then date you and like want to care about you as a person. But obviously like if someone like is like hey I've never been to a black person before and you're like okay cool keen I'm down like let's do that. Then like, cool go do whatever the hell you want to do and like go and hook up with that person. But you also have to be aware of the consequences of that. And, like, people are then going to just, like, treat you as a piece of me. People are gonna then, like, treat you as potentially just someone who's, like, selling out, right? So, like, in a lot of times, like, I've been dating or been in somewhat, like, interracial relationships. um, Like, interracial relationships, like, a lot of times, like, my black friends or a lot of people who I consider my black friends would be like, you know, I hope you're not dating that white girl because you think that you're better than us. Or I hope you're not th- dating that white girl because you think that, like, like, that's just, like, what you should be doing. And then it becomes, like, really tense conversations with friends because, like, they kind of just think that you're only doing those things to be better than them or to, like, access a different kind of lifestyle. Because, like, cultural differences, like, maybe it's even because, like, they're like, oh, my God, you're betraying us. Like, what the hell's going on? But even at the same time, sometimes, like, your white friends will be like, why are you only dating white girls? Why aren't you dating black girls? And, like, there's a whole bunch of things that can go down with that. Like, I once went out, like, I once went out to this club and I was, like, hitting on this white girl. And this, like, really huge Afrikaner guy came out to me and was like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, no, I'm just talking to her. And then he was like, okay, cool. I don't want you to talk to her anymore. And it was just, like, really strange because he was, like, and it was just, like, really strange because he's being very violent towards me. And it was just because I was talking to this girl. Like, he did, like, I did nothing to her and you just completely got violent against me, right? And that's, like, really, like really really fucked up, where people only look at you in terms of, like, one sense, and you don't even, like, feel as though you're being treated as a person. I guess, like, what I wanted to talk about when I wanted to talk about, like, queer dating is, like, kind of just, like, the really strange things that go on when you occupy a space outside of just, like, being completely straight or being completely gay. Is that I, when I date girls, or when I have dated girls, is that, I've been in a bunch of positions where the girls kind of just like find it really strange that I like that like I can hook up with a guy, right? I find that far more strange than whatever they find strange. Because oftentimes they will tell me that if you were the girl, you must be want, you must be missing out on something, you must be wanting more, you must be wanting something else, right? So basically, to them, it's like, oh my god, I need a penis on my butt, and that's what I want. But that's not even true. If I'm with you, I want to be with you. If I care about you, I want to care about you. And oftentimes, like, what happens when I, like, go to, like, when I go to, like, those heterosexual women or, like, I date a girl, they're often, like, oh, my God, like, you must be missing out on something. You must be craving something else. Like, I must not be giving you everything. So I mustn't be inadequate. So a lot of times people want to put their kind of perceived fears of, like, what it means for someone to be bi or what it means for someone to be heteroflexible onto me. And so now I have to be this completely like weird in that person who isn't able to be satisfied by just one person or by just one gender at that specific time. Even on the other side like when I have hooked up with like a bunch of like gay guys yeah gay guys like it's been like really strange because like they're like oh my god you must be messing girls or oh my god you must be experimenting. When I could really like have this really large deep attraction to them and I want to just like pursue that and i even wanted to just like hang out with them a lot and they're just like no you're just going to go back to girls at the end of the day you're just using me as an experiment and i guess like that's where like a huge portion of genuineness comes into play when you're talking about dating when you're talking about trying to find a relationship is that people feel as though they need genuineness because unless someone's being genuine to them they don't feel as though they're being treated in like respectfully they don't feel like they're being treated in the right way they don't feel like they're being treated the way that they want to be treated And, like, that's, like, really, really fucked up, right? Everyone should always be treated the way that they want to be treated. And the moment that someone doesn't treat them like that, it's, like, really intense. But at the same time, you shouldn't try to, like, project a lot of, like, your insecurities onto other people. So for me, it's a huge, like, weird double-edged sword where, like, if I go and date, like, straight women, then, like, it's really awkward because I tell them my sexuality and they're like, oh my God, you must be wanting, you must be wanting and missing out on that, right? So they project their insecurities about, oh my God, that they're not enough, that they can't fulfill, like, whatever needs that they want, uh, um, whatever, like, needs I want. And so they're just gonna, like, put a lot of, like, that emphasis and their insecurities on me. But at the, ed- on the other side, right? Insecurities that I might be portraying onto them, like of like like hardship, of like being used by like straight guys, being experimented by straight guys, and like then going back and turning back to straight, like that's really intense. But I'm going to be honest, and I'm always going to want to be honest to whoever I'm with, and that's why I'll always like enter a situation and always be honest. Like that's why every time I go and I talk to someone about dating them, I tell them like, hey, this is what I'm, this is what I want, this is what I need. And if you can't do those things, then, hey, we're done, right? So that could be, hey, I want to hook up, and maybe I want to call you tomorrow, but, like, if this is dope, maybe we can carry on doing this. And then you can tell me afterwards how you feel about that. And that's what I want from the kind of, like, dating lifestyle that I want. I also want other people to be like that to me, where I want a whole full sense of honesty, right? So that means, like, even if you have, like, friends with benefits, right? If I'm in a situation where I have this friend and we're hooking up like regularly, I want... Us to be able to communicate to each other that this is the point where I have feelings for you or this is the point where I just want to stop doing this and then we stop doing that or we pursue a relationship because of those feelings but I wanted to be clear that these are the specific milestones that we're hitting and that's what we want from each other so that no one gets the wrong idea and so that no one feels like disrespected in any way or no one feels like that their insecurities aren't being dealt with correctly like that's like really intense right and so like that's where it comes like in terms of like dating people is that like men and women often have like very similar like insecurities where it's just like i want to be careful i want to be, i want to be the only one well in my own personal like thing just talking about when men and women quickly is like what i've noticed though is that every time when it comes to like hooking up aggressively is that i often lean towards like hooking up with guys where like that's part of the reason why maybe i like love hooking up with guys is that I'll definitely be like, hey, like, this is what's going down, like, this is what's going to, like, this is what's going to happen, shaka, right? We're, we're going to make out, make out, make out, make out, and then, like, do the most. And I tell them that that's what we're going to do and all of those things, right? And guys are more open to that and more willing to do those things. Whereas on the other side, like, a lot of girls are also, like, willing to do the exact same thing. So I've never really realized, like, I've never seen a difference between the two, and I've never actually been, like, exposed to a difference between the two. Like, I equally, like, will hook up with guys and you hook up with girls on, like, the same amount of frequency and I'll also, like, date guys and girls equally. And I've never realized, like, a difference between the two as it's like, oh my god, like, this like, this group, like, wants me more that group wants me more. Like, what's even, like, more interesting, which I think is, like, in the queer community, a lot of the times, like, people don't want to, like, date specific kinds of guys. So I'm personally a femme in terms of, like, my internal attitude but the way that I dress is very much masculine right so what I've noticed is that people love my dress sense, but once they realize that I'm a femme and a femme means like I'm very effeminate in terms of like how I act and how I like portray myself outside of my dress style so when they find out that I'm a femme they're often like "No, no 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 I don't want that don't want that don't want that and like this is a really like problematic thing in like the queer community where we talk about like femme culture and we talk about like people not wanting femmes and people wanting masculine like representing human beings and like that's really sucky because like a lot of time like I can meet this person and they can seem really nice and then they realize like I'm i I'm very much a femme and then they're like no 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 that's that's not happening this isn't gonna pan out and we're just not gonna continue from there and I'll just like be like why and I'll just be like you're a femme I only deal with masks and then like I'm gonna be like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa why do you only deal with masks and they'll like have no real like actual tangible reason they'll just be like nah this is what I'm into and I guess like, there's this weird thing about like how you can have um, like preferences about people and people shouldn't be offended by it but like if a preference of a person is something that you completely ignore from the beginning and you're like hey I want to get to know you because of who you are and then the preferences you have change how you feel about that person, that's kind of, like, really fucked up. Like, that's really fucked up, right? And then, like, you shouldn't be going into any situation being, like, oh, my God, this person isn't like that. They must be a bad person, or they must not be an interesting person, or they must not be, like, a potential partner. It would be, like, if I only, if this would be a situation if I was, like, I only date blondes, and then I run into a brunette who is just, like, the most beautiful and, like, the most perfect person for me, and I'm not willing to give them a chance because, like, oh, my God, they just happen to have the wrong genetics and have the wrong, hair color. Like, that's really messed up. Like, this is why I don't like this idea of preference, and I'm always open to any person, even though I like preferences, and I guess like, preferences keep you usually within people who are similar to you, or people who like, you can get a lot more, but that's not all I want. I want like a situation where I can actually be able to like, have full-on conversations with people, and the person like, not one, right? So if you have preferences, and you're going to lean on those preferences, like that's, you can stay on those preferences. Like, do you like, live on your own world, right? But it becomes like really fucked up when people are like, Oh my God, you only a mask. Oh my God, you only a femme. Oh my God, I only date white people. Oh my God, I only date black people. Oh my God, I only date Indian people. Like you can't be doing those things. Like it's very, really like up and down and all over the place. Like it's just doesn't make sense. Like if you're like, I'm into this kind of person or I'm into this kind of gender or this is my sexuality. Cool. That's fine. Do that. Right. But you can't then say that if a person who's in there, you really can have a wonderful conversation with them. You can see yourself having a long life or even, like, a wonderful relationship, no matter how short or long it is, and then saying, nah, sorry, there's this one trait which just annoys me, and I'm just not going to do it. And that would be, like, the eye color. That would be, like, the hair color. That would be the skin color. Like, really just arbitrary things that don't change how a person has personality, which is, how, like, a thing that a person can offer to you, right? Like, that doesn't make sense. That's the really fucked up thing when I think it comes to, like, people's identity when it comes to dating is that oftentimes people think that you can just completely arbitrarily say that an identity marker is a preference and then dismiss it and be like I'm not going to date that person and no that's just not fair to anyone that's not fair to you because one you're missing out then on a huge bunch of people that you could be dating but two you're, you're not being fair to the other person because all you're saying at the end of the day is that that they are the identity marker and that the only thing of value that they can give to you is their identity, and that specific identity marker, whereas, like, this whole podcast is about intersectionality, where we should be appreciating everything that a person can offer, right, their mind, their intellect, sexual kinks they have, their sexuality, their race, their gender, everything that, like, makes them them, you should appreciate, and you shouldn't just be, like, arbitrarily dismissing small little things, and being like, oh my god, that person can't be my life mate, because they just so happen to have the wrong thing that I don't want, that's really messed up, and I think, like, that's the thing that I personally just would love to take away from like this podcast. And I think like I really like I learned a lot about like what I want from dating, from being able to talk about dating. And yeah. The last thing I wanted to actually talk about quickly is just like mental like dating people with mental health. So I have like depression and I have anxiety. But a lot of time people don't even know how to deal with that when they like date me. So if I like go into a date and I have like a huge anxiety anxiety attack. An anxiety attack or a panic attack. Like, oftentimes, people are like, oh, my God, this person's crazy. Ah, I'm never going to see this person again. And even times like that, like, people look at me, and they're like, oh, my God. Like, they either treat me one of two ways. They treat me one that they can't talk about, like, my anxiety or my depression or any of that kind of stuff. And so they say nothing at all. Or two, they pretend like they know everything, and then they start telling me how I should be feeling, how I should act, what I should do. There's things, like, people telling me, hey, you should be running, when I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even get out of bed in the morning. Like, now I'm go for a full-on, like, like half an hour run like that doesn't make sense so I don't like it when people start doing those things when we like when I'm dating them but then like when it comes to like people like listening and understanding or wanting to understand like my mental health and how that affects me in dating like that's really cool so what happens is that like I often like might talk myself out of going on a date and I might talk myself out of going on a date and that can lead to like a whole bunch of like my own issues and then I also then, like, treat people like trash because I'm not going on dates and promising people I'll be places where I don't. But oftentimes, that doesn't happen. But when I do go on a date, I have to, like, convince myself. So the moment that I enter that date, I'm already in a mindset where I'm just like, this is really hard to do, and I'm kind of just happy I'm here. But now I have to deal with this full-on conversation and deal with, like, a lot of emotional and psychological labor of getting to know this person. Oftentimes, like I don't have to deal with that, but I know like quite a few people have like real, very, very severe anxiety attacks from knowing that they're in that space, and they just say, no, nah, I can't do this, and then they have a, an anxiety or panic attack, and then they have to be escorted out, and they have to like go home. Whereas for me, it's like my issues when it comes to mental health are more like once you, st- once I start dating you, and it's been in points where I've like gone through really heavy depressive spells where. I kind of just can't do anything, and I kind of feel very worthless for a long time. And the other person, like, one of two things has happened. Like, the the first one is that the person gets it, and they're like, yeah, this is, like, I see what's going down. And, like, they're very comforting, and they're there for me, and they understand everything, and they're willing to talk to me about everything, which is, like, really amazing, because I guess you should always be able to confide in your partner, and, like, that's really wonderful. But the second thing, which is the worst thing, is, like, I personally start retreating, and I can't take care of myself, and so then I can't take care of the relationship, and not being able to take care of myself is, like, so horrible and damaging, but then knowing that I'm the cause as to why the relationship is changing and not necessarily in the happiest of places, or the most productive of places that it could be at the time, like, makes me feel even more horrible, and then I enter a perpetual cycle of being self-blame, and then reverting back into depression and then more self-blame and then reverting back into depression and then like talking about and then like having to then like deal with that whole thing with myself and then the other person being like hey just get out of bed or them being like hey let's go do something and me not feeling comfortable to be able to like do that because I don't feel up to it or I don't feel like I'm worth that person keeping me around and sometimes you're able to talk about it which is then goes into the first part where things get can get better but then I've been in other situations where it doesn't get better because you don't feel comfortable talking to someone. And also you don't want to treat anyone like a psychologist, right? Like you don't want to treat anyone like a therapist. You don't want to like have to go back to someone and be like, hey, please hear me out. This is what's going on. And you're always going back to that person you care about instead of going to a psychologist. So every time you're loading a huge amount of emotional baggage in someone and then they have to deal with that and that's not very fair to like anyone where they have to deal with their own emotional baggage and their own psychological baggage and then you go there and you dump all of your shit on them and then you're like hey please help me deal with it and when you don't and then if you can't deal with them they start feeling responsible and now you're both in a funk and then that just like doesn't make anything good for anyone but yeah what's cool is that if you're able to talk to people and you're able to, like, have, like, really deep emotional conversations with people. That's really dope. And I think you should always, like, cherish those kind of things. And I think if you just want to have a good time and you just want to find someone to just be able to, like, go and hook up with, like, that's also really fine. Like, you live your best life. Go out and, like, just have the most amount of fun you can have. Whether that's being in a long-term relationship, whether it's being in a polyamorous relationship, whether that's just going up and hooking up with everyone. Just be safe about it, like, sex and STDs and all of that is, like, really intense. But, like, be safe about it. Just go out and do it. That's all you should ever want to do is just, just be happy. And that's what this whole podcast and this whole journey is about. Is about being happy, finding what makes you happy, but then also being comfortable with yourself because you know what makes you happy. And cool. So that's The Intersection, and I'll see you next week. Bye.